0: what's going on everybody this is tyler crane welcome to a very special episode of the crane kicks lex podcast today joining me i have our very own nico brown nico how you doing hi what's up tyler i'm doing really well how are you doing i'm doing awesome doing awesome we talked a little bit before the stream allergies are getting me but uh (laughs) everybody in lexington knows that life
1: yeah yeah no i mean Coming from Greenville and Baltimore, before this, it's been bad, but uh, I'm learning at Lexington. My car is coated in pollen already. It's, it's pretty poor out here in terms of uh, pollen, but we get through yeah. it. got to take my uh, my daily Zyrtec and everything. I'll be straight.
0: <laughs> for, for real. It's yeah. the worst, too, if you park under a tree and you get sap and then pollen coating the sap. Oh, man, and then yeah. you, you just see your car just <laughs> turn completely yellow. <laughs> All the times i parked under a tree uh, at training and stuff, and I've seen it. Yeah. It, it, it's <laughs> It's so worse. It lets you know you're in trouble and you better get to that allergy medicine quick. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Nico, man, I, I appreciate you joining me. And I, I know uh, we have a little bit of a break in between our, our next match and the one that we just came off of. Um, just figure take some time to get to know you a little bit better. I know fans have been really loving what you've been putting out on the field. Um, it's been great seeing your success here. And, and And I think everybody's getting excited and I think everybody wants to hear from you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that means a lot.
1: Um, coming from uh, a couple teams before this, like the fan bases have been good, but I find this Lexington one to be uh, absolutely amazing. It's been an honor to play with this team so far in front of the home fans. I know I look forward to the home games uh, a little bit more than the away games, honestly, because it's it's awesome just hearing the fans and just trying to electrify the arena and um, scoring or assisting or just running down the flank is, is a true honor at this club. So uh, it's been fun so far and I'm, I can't wait to get going and continue on with the, the squad. Cause we just, we have a lot more to prove, honestly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I know there's a lot to come. So
0: with you, with you coming into Lexington um, you've only been here for what, a few months, like what, maybe three, four.
1: Yeah. The beginning of February is when I arrived uh, and that's when preseason started. So hasn't been too long, but um just getting acclimated around town and everything like that. We have a nice apartment set up and everything. So it's been nice. Um, and I'm just looking forward to getting to know the the people, the place, and just like trying to win games at this place now. It's- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right,
0: right. So, so you haven't been here too long, but since you've been here, have you like discovered any like spots you like to hit up or things that you like to do that are are unique to here? Or are you still trying to feel everything out? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I know
1: we went to this place on Thursday Night Live or something. uh, Yeah, like close to Proof Fitness down there, and that was really cool. That was live music. It was good food trucks. Um, I enjoyed that. I know uh, me and some of the Jamaican players have been looking for a Jamaican spot to to hit out. Uh, We're trying to get a little Jamaican flag down here so we can get some food. But other than that, it's been really nice. There's been um, walking walking downtown has been nice. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Yeah yeah so we actually had a, a Jamaican
0: food place not long ago It was near Transylvania University and, and like there's this corner spot that has had like I don't know something like six different restaurants so I don't know what happens there, but it, nothing ever seems to survive but there was one there maybe a couple of years ago, so you just missed out dude. Ah oh, man <laughs>
1: that would have been awesome but now nah, we look forward to a new one coming up uh we do chef up a good amount too so
0: <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs>
1: What's your favorite Jamaican dish? Um, for me, most of the year I'm pescatarian, so I eat a lot yeah. of fish. So I eat, I like red snapper with rice and peas, but I also like uh, brown stew chicken with uh, plantain and rice and peas. Uh, any Jamaican dish that you really can't go wrong with, the breakfast from Jamaica is amazing as well. So a lot of oh, starchy, yeah. strong food that will give you a lot of energy for a match and everything like that, make you strong. I uh, I forget me and my wife, we actually –
0: it's 10 years ago we went to jamaica for our honeymoon and there's there's some fruit in jamaica that like is a substitute for scrambled eggs we had it while we were there and i forget the name of it oh it was it's called aki. it's called aki. yes yeah yeah, yeah. Aki is
1: a really good fruit it it's weird a fruit can kind of seem like an egg but yeah you yeah. kind of with breakfast you could have it with um boiled dumpling or so many things bread uh yeah but you could have it with ackee and saltfish that's what it's called and then it, yeah. it gives you a lot of protein, a lot of energy, and it's a really good dish. Yeah, I suggest everyone try it. <laughs> it, it was delicious. Like, yeah. when
0: I had it, I was like, this is the bomb. I got to get this again. And, uh, I, I mean, I love I love Jamaican food. I don't get it very often because, like you said, there's not a whole lot of spots here in Lexington. But it's good stuff, man. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so, like, um, thinking about just going off of getting acclimated with Lexington, um, I don't know. What's kind of stood out to you about Lexington versus – you know, maybe Greenville or Baltimore? What kind of sets it apart for you in your
1: mind? Um, I like that it's like um, a smaller city, but it's like it's smaller than Baltimore, um, but it's more of a city than Greenville. So I, I do prefer city life. And it's it's kind of nice just to walk around downtown. You feel the buzz from the UK fans. I know one of the things that I really loved doing when I first got here was uh, the ownership would offer up like during training days, uh, if you win like a small sided tournament, you get free courtside tickets or free tickets to the Lex uh lounge and like I know guys would be competing. I know those days I would be competing so a little bit harder than I usually do because I really right. to go <laughs> I know me and my boy Owen Green, um uh-huh. one time we we're on a, a team together <laughs> we we're trying to do whatever we could to win. So I really love going to the UK game, uh UK games actually. I went to a couple and going to the Lexus Club and just Enjoying life like that and seeing the culture down here, it's, it's very UK based. And um, I really like that. I feel like that's a great atmosphere for a sports team because we feel like since they support a college team, why not support a professional team like that? So and we've seen that support so far and hope it keeps coming. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, man, that UK support runs deep here. Like it it's like you live it, you breathe it and everything. I'm, I'm you know, I, I love UK and I'll follow them. I'm, I'm a little bit of an outcast. Uh, I've got a family in a lot of different places. So I'm not quite as diehard as a lot of people, but it's still one of those things you can't help but get to like feel that energy and you get pulled into it. So yeah. I'm with you. I, I feel like we can translate
1: over that uh, all that energy to LSC. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, that'd be awesome if we got a, a transfer there, some energy, and we keep on going because we know this is a sports city, a sports town. That's what uh, Coach Sam Stockley has been telling us, and it's been clear to us so far.
0: Yeah. So let me, like, switch gears a little bit on you. Um, maybe tell me a little bit about your, like, soccer journey. Like, how did you get into the sport, and how did it kind of progress? Like, what, what
1: propelled you through to where you are now? Yeah, so – um a lot of people might not know, but I was born in Atlanta, Georgia, and I lived there for the first eleven years of my life. Um, and so, my older brother Matthew—he uh, was a good athlete himself. He ran track at the University of Maryland, uh, an 800-meter runner. But he was the, uh, the first footballer in my family. So, yeah. in the backyard and stuff, he would be playing around. He was left-footed, so I try to like try to play with my left foot a bit, and that's why I attribute like kind of being both-footed a bit to my older <laughs> brother for real, because. He helped me yeah. out. I know we compete um, a lot in the backyard, one v ones, and against my dad and stuff like that. So uh, it was a good, a good soccer background growing up. And then um, I, I actually started playing at seven, and then I hated it because my first game. I remember I was trying to dribble by people and. I think it's the first play of the game someone stripped me and they scored right away and i started crying and i i I told my mom i'm done i'm not playing footy anymore (laughs) Mm -hmm. but then i gave i gave it a year off year or two off and then came back and i was like wow i really love this i I just kept practicing in my backyard and kind of fell in love with the sport um joined the team down in atlanta a, a good travel team and then we had to relocate to Baltimore. So I moved up to Baltimore up north where everything is very, very competitive. I don't know if people know that, but in the DMV area, um, DC, Maryland, Virginia, like Mm -hmm. it's so competitive up there. So I know when I joined a team, it was a a step up, step above and I had to improve my game. And I know that that was an awesome time for me. And I I met a lot of my closest friends uh, in Baltimore and kind of just kicked up my game from there. Um, And then when I was, 15 16 um was playing for a team called baltimore celtic um mm-hmm. and we won uh back-to-back national championships uh i was a golden boot winner for uh one of those tournaments uh like best 11 for one of those tournaments and that's when i knew like i could go probably i wanted to go professional i wanted to be a professional in this sport and i knew i had the opportunity and i knew I had the the work ethic and the skill that thank god that he's given it to me and i just Continue to work hard at it because I know I trained very, very hard at it. And uh, I had a lot of good friends, too, where we had a little group. A lot of my friends play in the USL Championship or MLS or or League One. Um, Yeah, we have a good group in Baltimore that we train a lot and we hang out and stuff. So I know my friends uh, pushed me along the way as well. And I joined D.C. United Academy um, my senior year of high school. At at this time, I was also representing Jamaica at the U-17 level. so that was an awesome op- opportunity. Um, I joined DC United, trained with the first team a good amount, um, had some good opportunities there. This was before they had Loudon, uh, the USL team. So yeah. just missed out on that, but uh, it's God's time, it's God's way, so. Um, but yeah, it's been an awesome journey so far. Then I went to Loyola University, Maryland. I got a full ride there, which was an absolute blessing. Um, it was right yeah. there in Baltimore. Um, And we had a really good recruiting class. I think it was the number 13 recruiting class in the nation. Um, Met a lot of great friends there too and kind of kicked on from there. Made all Patriot League teams, uh, just proved myself at the collegiate level. Uh, Then COVID hit and I graduated in three and a half years in hopes to go professional uh, a little bit early so I could be a younger pro, you know, get more experience in the Mm -hmm. professional game. Um, But COVID hit and sometimes you go through trials and, and tribulation where you just can't find the opportunity, can't find a team. So I was really down and out at a point, you know, and I, I was just training at home every day uh, with one of my boys, uh, Grant Robinson. He plays at Monterey Bay right now. And then one of my boys, yeah. Dominic Duncan, he plays in Germany right now uh, in the Regionalliga. And we were just training every day. And my boy Grant went back to Monterey or he was playing at Las Vegas Lights at this time. And Uh I was literally there by myself, uh, just waking myself up every day, going on runs, doing ball work, doing fitness, just trying to stay ready. And I was just praying and no opportunities were coming. And then that was in March all the way through October. And then I heard about this team, Maryland Bobcats in Nisa, training um, right down the road, five minutes from my house in in Maryland. so I was like, hmm, let me just try to hit somebody up that I know on the team. Cause I know I'm a good player. I know I know yeah. I can be on this team. So I was like, yo, let me just come out to a practice. Uh, I messaged uh-huh. K Banjo. Um, he played at the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. He was an MLS draft selectee. He's a good player. He went to UMBC um, and he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll hit up, hit up the coach and have you come out to a training. I came out for a week and then they gave me an offer, a contract offer for like the next, the following season, which was the, their first NISA season. So um, in 2021, that's when I signed my first professional contract in February. And it's really a a blessing from God because it came out of nowhere because I had nothing and I was really trying. I I worked with my agent, Dan Tavares, and we got a a contract there and then kind of kicked on from there. Uh, And Nisa, obviously, you probably heard about it a good amount of uh, Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, played a few games at Bobcats. It wasn't an easy... Uh, easy time at bobcats i can't lie um i know that i started off well at I was scoring goals was in the team in the 11 but a lot of people might not know that i was dropped from the 18 i was dropped from the squad in total and i was yeah, it's it's a it's a crazy story but yeah i mean it wasn't due i don't think it was due to my play but it was just due to some things within the club and some sometimes you don't know what's going on in some things aren't clear, but God always has your best interests at heart. Um, And so I just had faith in that. And I know that I had no club at some point and God gave me a way to have a club and I was blessed with some opportunities to get some film. And then um, I was outside at 18 and I wasn't making squads. I was helping the vendors at the stadiums and giving out tickets to people uh, for the Bobcats. And I was watching my teammates and i'm like wow this is this is kind of crazy because i know i could be on this field helping the team right. out. um but then uh, someone got injured and they needed a left back and they were going to california for two weeks and i was like yeah i could play left back i know i could play on the wings but i i just wanted to do whatever i could to be in the team um went out there played i think 1904 san diego and lafc or i i think it's one of those teams the first game I didn't play at all, and then the second game mm-hmm. I played ninety, um, mm-hmm. and I played well at left back. I we had a shutout. Uh, I, was, I felt like I was doing very well, and then Dan, my agent, just hits me up like, "Hey Nico, uh, Greenville Triumph hit hit me up about you. Like they're looking for a winger. Uh, they want to get you in. I played on Saturday. Like can you fly to Greenville on Tuesday?" I was like, "Man, what a turnaround!" Yeah, I was like, "I'll go to Greenville on Tuesday." And they uh-huh. were doing some, some injuries as well. And I, although I didn't know a lot about Greenville, honestly, I knew they had a great coach in John Harkes. Um mm-hmm. But other than that, I was like, yeah, let's give it a shot. Um, I went in on trial on Tuesday. Um, they put me as a winger. And yeah. we were doing some drills that I really liked, some 1v1, some small-sided stuff, some transitional stuff. And I thought I, I played really, really, really well. And then trained again on Wednesday and then, Dan hit me up saying, like, they have an offer out for you. Like, they want to sign you right away. And we're going to have to do an official transfer from Bobcats because Bobcats wants a transfer transfer fee. So I was like, wow, is that going to, like, inhibit me from transferring to the USL team that I want to go to? And then supposedly they, they were able to work it out, obviously. And thank God I was able to go to Greenville. Uh, and as you know, Greenville's a great place to play. A big step up, I think, from Nisa and... Um, okay. and progressed my game Learning from John Harkish a lot. Went there in August, late August. Made mm-hmm. my debut that weekend. Um, and then, yeah, uh, I think in my second or third game, I scored <laughs> coming off the bench. And, like, it was just a great feeling. I had a lot of emotions after the game. Um, I wanted to cry. I didn't cry, but I was like, wow, this is crazy. I was just vending tickets. Or I had no team during COVID. I was vending tickets. Yeah to people at Bobcats I wasn't in the squad and then now I'm here at Greenville like scoring in USL and stuff um and then we went all we had a good time there I think the team was doing poorly at first and then we started kicking up we started improving and we made it to the final in 2021 against Omaha uh I had it I had some good plays in the, the playoffs there I had uh I think an assist or something like that and I played in the final as well so it was just like full circle moment to play not being playing in nisa and then playing in a usl final was amazing and then i got resigned to greenville the following year i thought i had a good season last year dealt with some injuries uh, in my ankle but it's a blessing to be there and then uh lexington sporting club came around and i knew it was the opportunity for me so yeah i was just extremely blessed to sign with this club and it's been a full circle soccer journey i'm sorry for talking so much but yeah it was It's a big story to tell. So, man, good. you don't have to apologize. That's what you're here for, man. I love
0: it. I love (laughs) it. Like (laughs) just hearing that journey. And and that's so cool because it just is such a testament to the type of person you are. Not like just type of player, but the type of person have that perseverance and have that mindset of just you're going to do whatever you need to do to make those opportunities happen for you. And, you know. Even you talking about vending those tickets, you know that was just you being there for the club and and waiting for that opportunity and working for that opportunity. More importantly, and then it all just it lining up. And like you said, I mean, it's all planned, right? So you know, and then here you are. And I know we're excited to have you. I know, I, I, I know you know this, but I know quite a few people out in Greenville, and a lot of them were bummed to lose you. They had (laughs) amazing things to say, and I was like. I mean, I don't really feel bad for you. I'm glad that we have him.
1: <laughs> if you're right. saying all these awesome things, I'm glad he's here, and I'm glad he's ready to go for us. Yeah, nothing uh, but respect for uh, the Greenville fan base and the Greenville players and staff. I mean, it's all love yeah, there, it. and it's a great stepping stone. And I know we just played them before, after, during. Was talking to my my boys on the team, so it's a great opportunity uh, to see them. And yeah, we'll we'll meet them again for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's gotta be, you know, one of those surreal
0: moments too, you know, you, you've joined Lexington, you've got two former Greenville players and Don and Cesar, and then also playing against Greenville just recently. It just, it's, it's gotta be cool having like that network though, where you just, you're coming back, but maybe in a different mindset. Um, but then still having, you know, that camaraderie and, and then those, those connections. No, seriously, like
1: all the time we're texting on a group chat, me and my boys from Greenville, uh, they left me a little a little joke on North Lime, I think, coffee and donuts. They left me a, a note on the billboard. <laughs> They're like, go by and swing by and see what we left you. <laughs> it's just stupidness. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so,
0: so was there a little friendly trash talk going on before and after
1: the game? There was, there was, for sure. There was, for sure. We went by the hotel, actually, yeah. uh, Don and I before, just to just to say hi to the, the guys uh, for a couple minutes, like earlier on in, the, in the Friday evening before the match. And it was good to see them, a little bit of trash talk. everything so yeah
0: (laughs) you you got to i know i was trash talking to people i know from greenville i was sending them (laughs) texts and it's like here's what's gonna happen just watch (laughs) but i know know we got them i know we got them next time i know that's what's what's gonna happen um man that's that's awesome so just hearing that journey is a is a big deal and obviously you have a lot of friends that have influenced you family right Uh, got you into playing soccer coaches um like thinking through that journey um, Coming to Lexington, how has that been for you as far as joining a brand new team, like a team just completely from scratch? Um, was that something that maybe motivated you to come to Lexington? The idea that this was a, a clean slate all around and then like the thought of, OK, maybe I can be part of something big as it grows into whatever it grows into. Um, or were there some other motivations
1: at play? No, definitely. That was. That was part of the motivation for sure. I think the staff did a great job of uh, kind of lighting a fire under my belly too and, uh, about the project when I heard, when they gave me a call during the off season, and I was like, wow, this is going to be a big project. And I'm kind of excited to be a part of the inaugural group if I decide to go to Lexington. And uh, obviously I ended up going, coming here. And yeah, I think um, just the the clean slate of the whole project has been a kind of an exciting factor for me in terms of like, This is the first professional team, I think, in a while or ever in in Lexington. And um, I think we're able to impact how people view football in general. So I think it's a great opportunity for us. We can help the community here in terms of how they view professional athletes, how they view uh, professional athletes as men, you know, and how we can impact the community in in that way. So I think that was really a big opportunity for me and something that excited me uh, fully the opportunity arose.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right because, you know, we already spoke on this. We're a big college town, so we're used to having a lot of talent come in and then a lot of talent leave. And, of course, they come back and visit and everything, but it's a whole another world having a pro team here and seeing you guys out and about and interacting with you all. And and it's really cool because the way you guys interact with the fans is, is awesome. You can just tell that they, they beat off of that. And, it's you know, it's surreal. It's even surreal for me, and I get to come down on the field yeah. with you guys, and I'm still, like, starstruck like <laughs> after the game. You know, whenever I shake like your hand, I'm like, Nico Brown just shook my hand. What the heck? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's, you can't help but feel a little bit of that, like, what's going on here? Like, and it's cool. It's cool. And I think that's going to get that buy in, you know, like, you know, fans realizing that, you know, you're real people and, and then seeing that side of you is, is so great. And it, so, like, maybe thinking about um, like switching gears just slightly, but still on the same train of thought. Coming to Lexington. Uh, was it a big adjustment for you thinking about maybe coming from Coach Harks to Coach Stocks? Um, maybe um, seeing yourself earning a bigger role, right? Because you've been a consistent starter and you've been really productive for us. In fact, you yeah. know, scoring our first home uh, match goal ever, yeah. right?
1: That's history, right there. So, was that a big shift for you? Um, yeah, I knew that. That this is what I kind of wanted, though. I knew I wanted kind of a bigger role in my career at this point. Um, just turned mm-hmm. 24, and kind of just trying to kick on in my career. Um, I think that I always believed in myself that I, I know I could be playing a bigger role at Greenville. I thought that I did well there, um, but I knew that Stocks might want me to do, I think my agent told me that he might want me to be, have a bigger role here. So that was definitely exciting. And I, I definitely thought about that during my off season training. And it just made me like really excited to come into Lexington. I think that um, kind of just being here and having the opportunity, you just don't want to let the fans down. You don't want to kind of take the opportunity for granted because this is a professional opportunity. There's so many people at home who don't have a chance to be playing professionally. So I know I wake up every morning grateful and thankful to be able to go to training and to be healthy and to be able to give my best each each day uh, competing for my spot and competing for the team so we can go up in the standings and stuff. So um, I think that everybody coming to Lexington to and in this initial roster, the inaugural roster, I think we all knew that we we're fighting for a position and we, we want to be here and we want to be uh, a part of the team. Yeah, because that, that, that's got to
0: be something that was really heavy on everybody's mind because it's not like there's any seniority or like this guy's been in this position for two years and kind of holds down that spot. It's it's part of that clean slate, right? That's that's another aspect of it is that the competition is, is I mean, I don't know. Do you feel was the competition elevated even more than you're used to whenever you've joined teams in the past just because of that
1: idea of everybody's like this is completely up for grabs? Yeah, I thought, I thought preseason was – very intense i thought we had it was different in terms of my past clubs like greenville and maybe bobcats is that um we train very very hard here we trained hard at greenville as well but i would say that we do double days here which are very intense we do that during the season we do that preseason. i mean uh, i think the workload here is great it has us i think we're the most fit team in the league um we don't have to say too much to any other teams but i, I we go into games knowing that we can run at least more than other teams that we have energy um, from the 75th minute on, where maybe teams are kind of dying down at that point. So I think that's kind of a big difference for me coming here. Uh, we, you have that inert confidence about yourself and about your your fitness level because fitness is such a large part of football. And yeah, you, you could stay mentally fit as well and physically fit because you know, when your legs start to go, that's when your mind has to stay strong. Yeah, what is it that like for you personally, Keeps
0: that that mental fitness and you locked in whenever you're starting to feel the legs get a little bit heavier. Because I mean, you you and I mean honestly, all the guys, you guys cover some serious ground. And like you said, speed speed is there. Like that's just something with our team. Like whenever I see like you or Otis or really half the dudes on the team just taking off, it, it's crazy that you guys can keep that level of speed throughout the game. So what is it in in your mind that really helps you stay locked in with that?
1: I think just trying to know that the game could flip on its head as we saw against Chattanooga very quickly and um, if you lose that focus or you lose that drive or the competitive nature or just uh, the mindset to try to close out a game, I mean, I've seen it at Greenville, I've seen it in in Nisa sometimes, I think that you can kind of just, the game, everyone's a professional so they're going to score and convert their chances so you don't want to drop points, you don't want to lose even if you have a, a a result on your hands because there's no reason to it. So it's just kinda of trying to stay locked in those moments and it's kind of a fear factor. Like I'm I'm a bit scared. I don't want to lose. I wanna win. So I'm gonna do everything yeah. I can to kinda of win this game. So I mean that's kind of for me what I try to do. I wanna I wanna stay locked in for the squad. I don't wanna let anybody down. Um, so I try to give my best in that regard for the full ninety or however long I play.
0: Yeah, and and honestly I feel people have to see it after matches how much this means to you all. Like every player their energy is completely matching whatever's happened in the results. You know, if it's a bad result, nobody's just kind of brushing it off immediately. Not not that you should sulk forever, but everybody takes it very personally in a way like they're ready to go and get better, and you can just see that. And then, just like with the wins, like the way you guys celebrate, um, I, something that sticks in my mind is when we got our first win, and then uh, seeing Kalen act like we just won the championship. But, I mean, that's that's kind of the vibe that everybody seems to have, though. It's like it's big, and then that's important to you all. And I, I think that's something that's kind of feeding into the fan base and keeping so many people coming out even on like days where it's not maybe the best weather it's a little cold a little windy a little rainy we still have people showing out which is is cool to see and i think that's a lot of you know people seeing that you guys care and you're putting in so much effort yeah So, like thinking thinking through that what was it like for you scoring the first ever home
1: game goal like what was that like for you um it's actually crazy because I'm not going to say I manifested or anything, but I did think about scoring uh, one of the first goals for the club uh, in my, my off-season training, getting prepared for coming into the, the to town for the team. Um, I did want to be uh, a scorer for this team. I did want to um, score one of the, the first goals in, in club history, honestly. So I did think about that during my training and just seeing it come off. It just happened, but had to put myself in the right position and our was very very unselfish to pass it across it was a great strike from Tariq muhammad as well i mean he really cracked yeah, that ball and i was like let me just get into the center of the goal and maybe something will happen and then sure enough a just slid it across to me and then the pure exhilaration uh after uh i was running to the opposite corner flag i was like nah nah fan. the fans the big crowd is over there so i was like let me turn around mm. i kind of juke droopy out uh drew patterson out <laughs> yeah, and i ran by like <laughs> four or five teammates and then I, I jumped up uh like a salmon out of water and just pure exhilaration i was really really excited to uh to score and um yeah it was just an excellent feeling i had some loved ones there and it's just awesome to to show them that i was doing it at a, at a professional level so yeah i mean i could you could see it in the celebrations of the video too i, I think all yeah. my teams were happy not only for me but just for the squad because we knew like we deserved this i think against madison we had a lot of good chances. The goalie came up great in that game for them. And um, I think we just – we need we knew we needed to give uh, our fans a show, and we did that for sure. I love that. Those are some of my favorite
0: pictures. I don't know if many people have uh, seen the picture I'm talking about, but I've seen a picture of you like right as the ball is coming towards you from Otis and a look <laughs> on your face. I can just read your face. You're like, this is going in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just like see how happy you are. <laughs> you haven't yeah. even done it yet, but you just – you knew it was going to happen, and it's so cool to see that. And then, like you said, the jump afterwards, everybody's seen that picture. I think yeah. that's one of those ones that's going to be like an iconic picture for <laughs> LLC for a long time. Because I feel like you jump like seven feet in the air, like Kalen standing off to the side and he's like six he's three, tall. Yeah, and like your knees are right here at his forehead and he's just like looking up <laughs> at you. <laughs> Thank so. you. Man, that, that was that was cool. I think that's one of those iconic moments. Wow. And then that definitely energized you going through the game, too, because um, I remember watching back. And uh, it, it's so it's so awesome. Like the the personality you adopt during the game because you're you're such a chill, humble guy. And <laughs> then I love that in the game you switch. And you just have <laughs> like this. You have game, Nico, that just locks on. And I've I've heard a little bit of the trash talk on the field that you've oh did giving. you <laughs> I've heard a little bit here and there and I love it I love it because that's one of those things I think I mean this is part of the game that's important you know you can be kind of like chill and and uh, you know humble in life but then you go on that field and you have to manifest that otherwise you know competition is going to pass you by for sure for
1: sure um, yeah I think hopefully you didn't hear anything too poor uh, from my on my regard but uh, no no I just get swamped into the game and. Uh, I saw my boy Greeny score, and I was just so excited for him. And yeah, it's just yeah. we were just we were just so happy to get a result and three points at home. And we know mm-hmm. we have more three points coming from home as well, anyway. So we're yeah. we're just, we're gunning to get those first three uh points away from home as well. So I mean, we have a lot to, of work to do as a squad.
0: Yeah, and I feel like I I don't know I don't know how you guys feel, but as a viewer, it seems to me that. For for us, we're just right on the cusp of of getting those wins constantly. Like, you guys just are are clicking so well and controlling the game so much. Do you all as a team, and you personally feel like, you know, we're we're there, just kind of like how I do? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, we appreciate you for having that sentiment because I think everybody in the locker room agrees. Uh, uh, We're just so – we're a bit gutted right now, but – we're determined not mm-hmm. to have our heads down because we know we're so, so close, honestly, like you said, we're so close to getting these results and uh, t- like stop dropping these points that we don't need to drop because honestly, we put in some great performances. Uh, I know I go back and watch every game and I know a lot of people in the squad do as well and the staff thoroughly studies each game. And yeah. we honestly just, it's kind of beating a dead horse at this point because we need points and we need, to start kind of proving our performances right because honestly, we're going through so many games and we're dominating in terms of stats, possession, or crosses, or opportunities, or shots on target, or whatever. And uh, we're just not coming out on the right side of the results, but we will soon. And I feel like tactically, we have things almost perfect. It's just about kind of finalizing those things in, in either box. So, I mean, it's kind of scoring goals, assisting goals, or defending when we need to defend so once we do that anything everything between the boxes we're doing excellent on right now yeah yeah absolutely i
0: mean like you said looking statistically even watching games it's hard to argue against the fact that you guys are controlling so much of the game even out of possession it's locked in so it'll it'll be there it'll come and yeah. i know you guys are, are hungry for it and ready for that to happen for sure um uh, so this is uh, moving a little bit away from like the game day stuff, but I'm, I'm always curious about this. Do you have any like game day or pre game rituals or routines that you do? <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I could go, I could walk you through my game day uh, routine. So I kind of wake up um, around nine thirty. Is the latest I could possibly sleep. Honestly, I'm used to waking up around uh, 8 o'clock because that's what we do for training, but Around mm-hmm. 9.30, I'll wait in bed. I want some some footy if that's on, and then I kind of do my devotional, get up, mm-hmm. uh, down a bottle of water, uh, some coconut water, electrolytes at that point, and then get up, make some Kodiak pancakes, uh, those protein pancakes. Those are pancakes. delicious. They I are mean. really good, yeah. So I make them yeah. with the egg and with the, uh, the milk to make it more protein, because I need that energy for later. Um, have that with some eggs, and then uh, kind of just chill hydrate a lot. Um, sometimes if my girlfriend's in town, she's going to beg me to go on a walk and <laughs> I'm not trying to go on a walk because <laughs> I'm not trying to go on a walk because I'm trying to save my legs for later, but we're like, we're yeah. going back and forth. Like, do we go on a walk or not? And we're like, like, well, you go on a walk on away trips, I'm like, all right. So I go on a walk. And then <laughs> we do that. Uh, we come back and just, we just chill. And then uh, we have to be at Georgetown if it's a home game around uh three or four o'clock for a pre-game meal so i know before that i i take a nice shower and then i get ready i try to put on some fresh fits for the for the game day i know uh, everyone in the squad likes dressing up a bit so that's always fun trying to figure out your game day fit before have some music blasting in the crib with uh with khalid uh we have it on our tv kind of blasting and we kind of it's good vibes good vibes before a game we're all just really excited uh, it's, it's truly a blessing to be able to do this for, your, for a job and to be able to perform on Saturday and get those three points is honestly the best feeling in the world. Um, so I know that we pull up to, to Georgetown, the car's bumping, we get out, eat our meal, go back to the, the locker room, have a pregame me- uh, meeting. And then at that point, you kind of see the field laid out, you see the other team arrive, you start putting it on the kit and it's just, it's go time for real.
0: Yeah. Locked in. Yeah. Yeah. So, do so you get like a little bit of nerves beforehand? Is it like a hundred uh, percent antsy?
1: Yeah, a little bit antsy is, is more of it for me. I, I get a little bit nervous because I just want to do the best for the squad that I can and uh, really excited just to just get out there. I know I have some family watching and stuff, so I just want to make them proud. But no, nah, I mean, it's always just an, an honor to be on the field uh, representing my family and, and myself. And um, so, yeah, a little bit of nerves, but. At a certain point, you are just like, this is what I do. This is, and yeah. we trade so hard for it every every day, and it's just like, let's go out and compete because everybody out here is a human. So. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: You talked about getting some some music going. I I, I gotta ask because I'm always like curious about this. If you had like either either a walkout song or like a, a goal celebration song, it could it could be the same song, but either way, what would it be?
1: Oh, man, <laughs> a walkout song. I would have to say anything by Skilly Bang right now. He's a Jamaican artist. Uh, okay. I don't, know if, I don't know if you're aware of him, but or no. No, but nah. He he has some bangers out right now. So, uh, not, nothing really specific out. to him. Yeah, Skilly Bang, S K I L L I B E N G. It's yeah, he's 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 got some goes out there. Yeah.
0: That's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm always curious about. Because I, I know everybody, like anybody that works out, plays sports, anything. There's always like that one song that, you know, just gets you in your mindset. But sometimes it's an artist, too.
1: So if they uh think yeah, of bangers on let me, let me through, about that, why I, why not? Let me think about that, because I know I do have some songs <laughs> that I really need. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, you're
0: good. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. Um Mine, I'll reveal mine. Mine is kind of a little bit old. And it's not, I don't listen to a ton of his stuff. But this one song always gets me. I would do Lloyd Banks started up. Um, <laughs> that one gets me hyped. I'm not gonna lie. That one does get me hyped. Yeah, if I'm at the gym or something and that comes on, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> I'm just That's locked in one. from that point. <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Whenever one. I tell people that, they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "I'm <laughs> saying it's good." <laughs> no, man. This, yeah. So no, it's no, no pressure. We could go, we could go for artists. That that works for me. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. gonna be checking that out now, man.
1: Yeah, Skilly Bang. Yeah. He's got some good ones out for real.
0: Nice, man. Uh, so, one last question for you. I'm just curious. This is another curiosity question. I don't know if it, when you're watching other uh, teams play, other soccer, who are you watching? Or are you just watching anybody? You
1: mean in League One or in uh, like any prof- in- other in soccer. soccer? Yeah, any. Uh, I do watch a good amount of the League One games, you so championship games, because I like watching my friends play. And we always yeah. talk about it or, like, check our Mob scores and, like, talk about that or whatever. And we get on FaceTime after and stuff. But um, I do like watching Man City play a lot. Um, okay. Because um, the, when the Amazon documentary came out uh, a couple years ago of Man City, uh, that made me fall in love with the club a bit. <laughs> I know I get some yeah from Khalid and some others for being a new <laughs> City fan. But it is oh, what yeah, it Khalid's is. Khalid's Arsenal, so. right? Yeah, he's a massive Arsenal <laughs> fan. Yeah, I wish him the best of luck. Honestly, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, nah. Uh, I watch a lot of Premier League football uh, and yeah. some Bundesliga as well. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah, watching Bayern good. Munich. Like Bayern Munich, because uh, I like watching Kingsley Coleman. He's one of my favorite players right now. Uh, play. so yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I can't. Th- I can't talk
0: much about Premier League. I'm uh I'm a little bit down right now. I'm an Everton fan, and it's. Uh, I guess I just enjoy. <laughs> Did you enjoy pain or something? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I've just gotten to the point where like my phone keeps giving me notifications. Like I don't I don't want to. must silence that right now.
1: <laughs> it's bad. That's a, that, that's a hard one to support, but I, I'm sure you guys will turn it around. Yeah, I don't know,
0: man. <laughs> we, we, we'll see. All my friends seem to be Liverpool fans, so that makes it even worse. And they're yeah. like, "Hey, how you doing?" And I'm like, "Yeah, this, this is fine." Like the living <laughs> version of the cartoon dog in the fire on. Uh, on game days with them, but it yeah. is what it is. Well, Nico, uh, man, I, I've taken up a ton of your time. Do you have any parting thoughts for Lexington Sporting Club fans before I let you go? Um,
1: th- uh, Fans, we just appreciate your support so far, and we just hope that you guys keep coming out because we're honestly so thrilled and um, just ready to make you guys happy and proud of us. So uh, we have a, a lot more to prove in this, this season, and we really need to support – um it's a blessing to see y'all in the crowd and we can't wait to see y'all soon. Awesome. Well, I really really appreciate you taking the
0: time to to be with us, help Lexington Sporting Club fans get to know you a little bit better. I know that you and the guys are going to definitely get us some results here soon and uh we we're behind you 100%. Thank you Tyler. Appreciate the time.